Hi, welcome to Three Dog. You're listening to a flow class taped live in our studio. When you're ready, grab a mat and let's get started. So, if you have a couple of blocks and a yoga belt, it's going to serve you really well. If you do not have a couple of blocks and a yoga belt, no big deal. I'm going to go without props, but if you've got them, uh, grab them. Two blocks, yoga strap or belt. Sans props, you can just go with me. And uh, you're going to lie down. Meet us uh, on the mat. Take some time here in Shavasana or constructive rest pose, anything you like to allow your nervous system to enter a calm and peaceful state. So to do that first, let your body get still and feel well-grounded, comfortable in the positioning you've chosen. You just choose in this moment to set aside anything you don't need for this experience you're about to have. And you're allowed to do that. You get to do that here. You've made a choice to be in this hour on this mat. It's a good choice. And everything else will be there when you go back to it, or it won't. And if something magically dissolves during this hour, cool. If you forget about that thing, like you were probably meant to forget about that thing, those distractions that come up that eat away at the edges of our practice, you just know that again and again, you're free to set them to the side. And in respect for your choice to be here, you'll do that for yourself. Next, you'll start to breathe in a steady, rhythmic flow. So it could be ujjayi breath if you enjoy that. could just be an attention to your breathing that evens out your inhale and exhale. Just get a sense of what's the tone. Now that you've started to breathe and the stillness of your body, what's going on with you at this moment, this one right now? Is there anything that stands out as a focal point for your practice? Is there anything that stands out as something that could be put on ice for an hour? Is there a state of being or a way of feeling that you desire from this time? If so, you give that to your breath. One more round of breath here in stillness. And you'll begin to lightly move with the edges of your fingers, toes spread out wide. Feel the edges of you. Feel the webbing between your fingers and your toes. Let the ten fingers and toes shimmer awake. And then you'll slide your knees in towards your chest. Give a good hug in. Take some time to move about. So you can knees side to side, knees around in circles. A massage for your hips, low back on the floor. What was the sound effect of the low back opening up? Your hips level. Take one knee in each hand, and you'll spin them around.
And you go clockwise, go counterclockwise. And then coming back to center, plant your feet to the floor. Press your feet down, lift your hips just a bit. So about half bridge was good. You're just gonna then press into one foot, let the hips sway to that side. Slide the hips back into the center line, press into the other foot, let the hips sway to that side. Just back and forth like that. You're gonna some like suspension bridge in the wind. So the feet stay flat, the knees aren't moving. The hips are moving. We will get to the windshield wipers, I promise. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna take this away from us. Right now it's a, a bridge pose. It's just really light, hips up, and they're in a little sway. One more round like that. Then you'll bring hips back to center and land. Pause, hips landing. Walk your feet out wide. Contrasting here, knees side to side in windshield wipers. From suspension bridge to windshield wipers, which is absolutely the ancient Sanskrit approach to this. This is definitely the Hatha Yoga Pradipika. It's completely there, for sure. One more round through. Back at center. You're going to walk your feet again to hip distance and take your right leg up in the air. We're going to go vertically with the right leg. Just squeeze it tightly, flex the foot, fan the toes. And you're working the leg straight. It doesn't need to be close to you. In fact, we're just, we want it to be just perpendicular to the floor. Sacrum's level, leg is straight. Now this is like, maybe your knee doesn't straighten all the way as just a rule that doesn't straighten, doesn't straighten. If you can straighten it, do. If that's really uh, intense on your hamstring at this point, move the leg a little forward, go towards the front of the mat with it, straighten it. And then bend the knee, sole the foot to the floor, pause, feel the two legs. Just what's going on What's the, Difference in physiological sensations from the sole of your foot, the foot itself, shin, calf, knee, front of thigh, back of thigh, hip muscles, glute muscles, low back, two sides of your rib cage, two arms, two shoulders, back of your head, face. And then inhale, take your left leg up. Right. And so for most of us, when we go up and we just take the leg immediately, we uh, it feels kind of straight. feels straight. Squeeze the front of the thigh. Make sure it is straight. Now, if it's not going straight because you feel tension in the back of your leg, that's a sign to move the leg forward. If it's not going straight because like, there just isn't any more to go, but you're not feeling a stretch, totally cool. You stay right where you are. That's a joint thing. And you can, you can tell that in postures. Like, if there's no feeling that it's an overstretch sensation, that's probably just your range of motion, you're done. If there's too much stretch in this situation, go a little forward and then squeeze the leg straight. Breath in, breath out, really squeeze the front of the leg, press out through the heel. Then bend the knee, foot to the mat, pause, feel left foot, right foot, left calf, right calf, left hamstring, right hamstrings, left hip, right hip. I'm going to take the right leg up, and if you've got a strap, you're going to catch the foot with it, and you'll do a little 
sawing back and forth with the strap. If you don't have the strap, no big deal. You're gonna do a little point and flex and roll the ankle. Right? So either way, we're removing the strap along the foot or we're moving the foot itself. Of course, if you have a strap and you prefer to do the uh, ankle work, but for sure you can do that. Okay. Then you can bring your strap to there's a good spot on your foot to hold it. Get the leg as straight as it goes. And then just give yourself some time here with a steady stretch. If you don't have a strap, you're going to hold the back of the hamstring, or the, the back of the thigh, the hamstrings, and uh, straighten the legs as much as yours goes. And you'll know you're in the right place when your quadricep is working, the front of the thigh is working. You're pressing out through your heel, pulling the toes back toward you. You feel a stretch along the back of the leg, maybe even up to the sole of the foot, maybe uh, in the back of the hip. You really don't need to go any further than the place where you feel that action happening. You get breath in and breath out, comb through the back of your leg. Two more like that. And then slowly bend the knee, bring the sole of the foot to the mat. And then switching sides, take the left leg up. And if you got a strap, catch the foot. You can take a little side to side with the, uh, the strap there. And if you don't have a strap, you can point and flex, move the ankle about. Then you'll just find a good place for the strap on your foot. Flex the foot toes towards your shin. Press out through your heel. Straight leg. Doesn't matter how close it gets to you. We can definitely do other postures where we get close to the thigh. We get the thigh close to the chest uh, with the knee bent. However, on our back is the place to really work the knee straight. Now, why do we want to do that? Because the, the full length of our hamstring and calf muscles doesn't get the, that attention, that stretch, the uh, mobility in a bent knee stretch, which is fine when we're uh, standing up or seated. We don't want to be you know, working too hard in the pull of gravity. Here, your spine supported by the floor, go for it, right? You have to work too hard to get this uh, for it to pull on you too much. You're going to have to squeeze the front of the thigh, really extend the leg. It's going to take muscular work. And if you, uh, if you don't think it takes muscular work, just go ahead and squeeze the front of your thigh. You know. And, uh, oh, there's some muscular work. So if it's not requiring your muscular work, then uh, just do it anyway and notice what it does. Uh, don't miss out on those things. Bend your knee. Slowly take the sole of the foot to the floor. Slide the strap out of the way. Walk the feet wide again. Let the knees windshield wiper side to side. And we'll come back to center line and legs up to tabletop. And take those knee circles that we had moving in opposite directions. This time we're going to cross right ankle over left thigh or recline pigeon, undo it, and then work from the other side, left ankle over right thigh. And moving around side to side with steady rhythm. 
get yourself into those reclined pigeons if they're not going far enough for you. Right? You just a little more work on the outer leg. If they're going too far for you, or you don't have to pull so much with the outer leg. Get one more round through. Both sides. And then undo that, come on back to center line, knees in towards your chest. Have a breath in, a long, slow breath out. I'm going to take the arms out to cactus, the legs back to table, knees side to side and belly twisting pose. If you have a block nearby, go ahead, catch that thing, place it between your knees. If you want to pretend like you don't have a block nearby, Totally go ahead and do that. It's Friday afternoon. Like. One more round through. Undo it, come on back to center. And uh, block is going to go behind your head. If you got one, you can place it behind. Uh, this is a good place, even if you were just pretending not to have one. Uh, catch it anyway. Take the knees out to the sides. Happy baby, catching your shins or your heels somewhere that your hips can stay level on the mat. And so get the sacrum level and uh, just. Let your hands be where they're going to be. The important part here is that your hips are down. You're going to start to rock side to side across the hips. Okay, so while right before Shavasana, we don't tend to rock because it's a uh, kind of just grounding time here, beginning of practice. We're just going to rock really fully side to side. And in doing so, just... Uh, Give yourself some leeway with the hands, right? Give yourself just the most uh, kind of structured frame with the legs you can get. Knees at right angles, legs as uh, abducted out to the side as they'll go. And hips level as you rock across. So you're feeling the flat or what feels like a flat bone. It's not, but it feels like it at the back of the hips. You're not feeling the little bits of the lumbar spine. Come on back to center. Just pause that rock and just take a moment. And like stepping off of a boat. Let the echoes of the movement recede. And then slow release of the feet to the mat. Take the block out of the way. Roll to your right side. And you're rolling on to your right side for book opening pose. We start with closed book. It's uh, arms extended out from the shoulders. And then hips stacked. Be sure they're really stacked. The left knee may try to sneak behind the right. Uh, but you're going to get the left knee to the line. And keep it. Right? They keep the strong frame of the legs as you're moving back and forth in the book opening twist. And one way you can work that, make that a, a little more powerful and engaged, as you open, press that top knee in opposition to the arm. So as the left arm opens up to the side, you're pressing the left knee toward the right. And you just go open as far as you go without that drop of the hip. Good. Next one, we're going to open to that spot where you're keeping your hips stacked. But the left arm opens as far as it's going to go. Then slowly let the left shoulder blade slide down to the mat and let the left hip slide off. I'm just going to notice the difference there. Bring everything back to center then. <laughs> and over to the other side. 
Same idea here. We're going to stack the hips right over the left. Then that book opening and closing action. Remaining in that strong frame of the legs and the hips. The arm is moving, but it's not an arm thing. Right? So you might uh, just give one of these a hand behind the head. And then with hand behind the head, you really move from the whole upper body, right? So the arm can sometimes have the tail wagging the dog. If you have the hand behind the head, you're going to have to work from rib cage to open and to stack. Two more of those. One thing you really can notice over the course of this flow is that by the end, here we're going to go open, you're going to stay, and you keep the hips stacked, but you're opening as far as you go, and there may be a little more range of motion at the end of that series than the beginning. You might notice that. You might not notice anything. It's Friday afternoon. Then you're going to slowly let the right shoulder slide down toward the mat, onto the mat. Bring your knees back to center and bring knees in with a little uh, making of circles here with the knees together. So imagine holding a magic marker between your knees and tracing circles on the ceiling. Back to center, knees in, knees to nose, nose to knees. Rock to seated and sit cross-legged, right leg in front of left. Lift tall and bow forward about halfway. A little rock side to side. Oh, buddy, you got caught chewing something you shouldn't be chewing. Uh -huh. Busted. That cute little smile. Uh, yeah. Then at your center line, pause, breathe in, draw your heart forward, and breathe out, bow. Next inhale, come on up. We're going to sit tall and then lean out of this thing, hands behind. Take a right leg, cross it to the outside of the leg. Yeah, cross ankle over knee. And doesn't matter what it looks like, can look totally like this. Can look like this and you can have a job teaching yoga. I don't know how it works, but you can walk your hands in, sit as tall as you go. Right hand's going to come to the right heel and turn. Press your heel into your hand, your hand back into your heel. Incidentally, this is a nice stretch to do if you sit at a desk during the day. Cross one leg over and you can take the, uh, the back hand and go to the back of your chair. Very, very nice. On your inhale, unwind, come on back to center. Again, we're going to lean out of this thing. Unwind and other side. We're going to take the, uh, I'm sorry, we're going to start with the left ankle cross in front of the, the right, sit cross-legged, lift up. Hinge about halfway, and then we'll rock side to side. And although we've got the, the leg cross, you're going to get some hip action here. We're also doing this for the low back movement side to side. So this, if you're moving your rib cage, a little sway. Your nervous system really likes a good smooth sway. Rocking the baby. And also get this little side-to-side -side undulation of the spine that's kind of uncommon in our daily 
straight ahead world. Back to center and up to seated. Then again, I'm going to lean out, put your hands behind you so that you're not tempted to grab at your foot with them. Also, so you have room. Left ankle over right knee. Back up to sit as tall as you are. Left hand's going to right heel. Right hand back behind. Press your sitting bones down. Lift your chest up and twist. I was sitting at my desk today and I ended up doing this. I thought about doing a podcast in which it was an hour of uh, what I do when I sit at my desk and I stretch like every uh, like seven to eight minutes. Um, does anybody want that podcast? Like you just turn on and you're just like sitting at your desk and someone says like, hey, it's been seven minutes. Get up and stretch. My my remedy for having to do desk work is uh, well, you could also you don't need a podcast. You just set your little timer on a seven minute repeat. Every seven minutes is going to bug you to get up. Yeah, the real key is like you got to get up. Unwind, come on back to center. Cross your feet at the ankles. Rock forward and step back. Downward facing dog. Breath in. Breath out. You're going to bend your right knee, drop your left heel way down, and pull your left foot back. Like you're just really trying to stretch the back of the mat away from your hands. Hands are trying to stretch the front of the mat away from that foot. Right leg's just, like right leg did not show up for the gig. It's just there. Breath in. Hands working down forward. Breath out. Left foot pulling back. And then back to center. Both knees a little soft. And then the other side. Now bend the left knee. Straighten the right leg. Again, as far as your knee straightens, squeeze the front of the thigh. If uh, if your posture doesn't require the front of the thigh to squeeze, squeeze it anyway. Hands down forward, pull the right foot back. And breathe. You can also flex the toes up here on the, on the right foot. There's a right leg, the front of the leg, the shin and the quadricep is alive. For some of us, we'll need it to get the leg straight. Others of us, our leg will go straight, but it won't be fully engaged in the stretch until we get that front of the leg working. Breath in. Breath out. Back to center. Knees a little soft. Look forward to your hand step up there. We're going to take the feet wide apart. We're going to turn the toes out. We're going to sit the hips low until malasana. Breathe in. When you breathe out, just keeping your hands on the floor, raise your hips as high as they go into folded malasana. And then you'll move that back and forth, inhaling, hips low, heart high, hands stay down. And exhale, bow. Your breath, your vinyasa. One more. And then you'll walk your feet together. Half lift, breathe in. When you breathe out, cross your right leg behind the left. Press your feet into the floor and bow in. Your knees is bent as they need to be for this, but no more. Right, so that's you're just finding that out. Right, there is no pressure. Well, I mean, <laughs> I can feel like there's pressure in the hamstrings, uh, but there's no pressure to get these things all the way straight. However, like we want to be in, really, just really in it. Right, so 
For a lot of us, we were told at the beginning of a yoga practice that started seven, eight, nine, 14 years ago here, that we could bend our knees. And it's still valid. However, if in those seven, nine, 14 years, you've not tried squeezing the legs a little tighter, straightening the knees, guess what? Now's the day. No shame, no shade, but today's the day. Breath in. Breath out. Undo this. And then feet together, breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out, fold and cross the other leg behind. So feet are planted. That's a, that's a must, right? So find a way to cross the legs so that you can plant your feet. Legs are hugging together. Your legs don't have to be straight ever, but you are in a process. And that, uh, that straightening process is happening from you pressing your feet into the mat and squeezing the front of your legs. And it's a lot of work. We're just going to find the line, and we want to do this all the time with our postures. Find the line between what's enough and what's too much. You'll know that your body is wise. Mind is not always as wise as the body. The mind will have complaints over tiny things, and the mind will try to push us through into uh, overdrive. But the body will be honest. And the getting smarter at yoga is the mind listening to the body. Is this enough? Like, am I doing enough? Am I doing too much? Where's the line? And that's the yoga practice. Undo that. Next inhale. Lift halfway, flat back. Then exhale. Not only fold down, but crouch down. Let your chin drop in and see a little uh, child's pose on the feet here. Your heels might pop up. They might stay down. All good. If your ankles and knees feel fine, things are fine. Breathe in and out. Press into your feet and on your inhale, come up to stand. Mountain pose, arms overhead, reach from feet to fingers. Spread your toes out, spread your hands out. <laughs> yeah, that was a sound. Bring hands to heart center and pause. I'm really glad we did that. We have a moment here of quiet, stillness. Notice what comes at you. What urges show up? Maybe not. Maybe you're quiet and content, the stillness is a friend to you. Maybe the stillness makes you want to move more than ever. There's no right answer. It is you just watching, right? watching the things that come up. Sometimes watching the silliness of the mind, like, like wanting to fix our hair in this boat, or thinking about something that Happened three days ago. Revisiting lyrics to songs. Or all kinds of stuff can show up. When we notice what's showing up. We pause it. And there's a moment of clarity. We keep doing that. We keep practicing that. We get more moments of clarity. They last longer become less attached to the urges, random thoughts, the harmful thoughts. And we're more connected to center, more connected to ourselves, more connected to the goodness of life. I'm gonna move. On your inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Taking on sun A, exhale, bow forward. And keep this pretty simple. You take any modifications you like. 
Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high to low push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Look forward, walker lightly hop to your hand. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, fold. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high or low, push up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway. Breathe out, bow forward. Two more rounds, press your feet down and reach up, mountain pose. Breathe all the way in. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high or low, push it. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly hop. Breathe in, lift halfway. Good. Breathe out. Oh. Breathe in, reach up. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out, down dog, stay or take child's pose. Breathe in, reach through your arms, lengthen your side body. Breathe out, open your mouth, soften your face, let it go, let it escape. Good. Look forward, walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Breathe out. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway. Walk your feet hip distance apart. Might be nice to grab blocks here. We're going to step the right leg back to a low lunge in which your hands are going to stay down to the floor or blocks. When you breathe in, you're going to straighten the front leg. When you breathe out, you'll bend into a low lunge. In this one, you're going to take back knee down. We're going to reach up. And Asana. We're going to exhale. Take the hands to the mat or your blocks. Inhale, straighten the front leg again. Exhale, rock forward into a low lunge. Back leg tight and straight. Breathe in, reach up, crescent lunge. Breathe out. Hands to heart, then the mat. Step back. High to low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, down dog. Good. Lengthen your arms. Press into it. Inhale, right leg up and back. Like you're being drawn to the ceiling up out of your hands. Bend the knee, draw it into your chest. Big step, low lunge. You might want your blocks here again. Same idea, same thing. Inhale, straighten the front knee. Exhale, bend into it. Bring the back knee down. 
press into both feet, reach up, Anjani Asana. Good. Then hands down, straighten the front leg again. When you exhale, come back to the lunge. Breathe in, reach up to crescent. Breathe out, hands come down up front. Lift off, pull the back leg up with your abdominals. Use them to support that. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, hold. Breathe in, reach up, mountain pose. Breathe out, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, heel toe your feet apart, hip distance, left leg going back. Same idea here, inhale, straighten the front leg to pyramid. Exhale, bend back into the low lunge and back knee down. Breathe in, Andaniasana. Breathe out, hands come down. Breathe in, straighten the front leg again. Pyramid pose, breathe out, rock to the lunge. Breathe in, reach up for crescent. Breathe out, hands to heart, then the mat. Step back, high or low push-up, you can always choose. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Press your hands down, go back down dog. Really go back into the down dog. Stay pressed into it more. Bend your knees more, lengthen your spine more. Breathe in, take your left leg up and back, reach. Bend the knee, draw it into your chest. Big step. Is it the biggest step? Is it the longest lunge you got? Check it. it straighten the front leg. Is that as far as it goes? Check in. Don't sleepwalk through these. Bend into the front knee, back knees coming down. Press into your feet. Pay attention to that before you just like pop up, right? Hands to heart. Then the mat. Press into the front foot. Start every motion from the ground. Straighten the front leg. Bend into the front leg. Right from here, push the feet down first. Then lift your chest. Then lift your arm. Hands to heart center. Reach them forward. Press in the front foot. Pull the right knee into your chest. Step the foot into right where you want it. Feet together. Breathe in. Lift halfway. And breathe out. Oh, good stuff. Breathe in. Reach up. Mountain pose. Breathe out. Hands to heart center. And take the right foot. Cross it over the left thigh. And sit back. Like you're sitting in that chair. This is the, the office chair, desk stretch. Push back away from your computer. And then right hand to the heel. Same thing we just did. You're going to take your left hand to your hip. You're going to press heel to hand, hand to heel. Three, two. On your inhale, unwind. Come back to center. Samastiti. Plant your feet. I breathe here. Samastiti. Feel your feet. Feel your feet. Feel your legs. Do nothing else. Right. Feel the actual feelings of your feet and your legs. Right. There's probably thoughts in your mind. Instead, feel your feet. Feel your legs. Rest your right foot down. Why does the yoga teacher always say start at the ground? Because it matters. Right. Press your right foot down. Cross your left foot over the right thigh. Check in with the right leg again. You're then going to bend the right knee. You're sitting back into the chair. Keep pressing the right foot into the floor. Not kidding. It matters. Every pose, but especially like these, where there's only one. Right? But every pose, those, those lunges that we say that work from your feet, it's to prepare us to do this. Left hand to left heel. 
don't do anything besides that first motion. Reground your standing foot, then start working the twist, right? So any variation on this is good. Are you breathing? Press the standing foot down. Every exhale, press it down. Heart up. We're going to unwind this. Feet together. Come to standing samasthiti. Just get there. Just get there. Just get there. Hands to heart. Just get there. Sure. There's plenty of things like that your mind wants to rebel. I can do. Right? Came to yoga. Do some yoga. Samasthiti. None of that was a big deal. You're here now doing this pose, being alive in this moment, being as productive as you can in this moment. Next inhale, reach up. Exhale, fold forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back. Down dog or low push-up. Upward facing dog. We're going to meet up in down dog when you get there. Do not be totally satisfied with that first place you hit. Press your arms down forward. Try a little bend more of your knees and send your hips up and back. Right, so you're just content with what your body's giving you in the moment, but also finding out like how how much of what you've got are you using. Right? So, like, you don't need to be in any more range of motion than you've got. On the flip side, like on that balance, because everything here is a balance. We're all Libras in yoga. Are you utilizing all you got? Step your right foot about halfway up this down dog. Walk the foot out to the edge of the mat so that you've got the weirdest, funkiest looking thing. It's like the lunge that didn't work out. But it did work out because what we're going to do, spin the heels toward the left so that your toes point toward the right. And then fun stuff, guys, we're just going to lower the hips down. It's going to lower the hips down. Yeah, nice. So like we're sitting on the side of the hip. Everybody looks very provocative at this moment. Totally fine. Uh, there's also a side stretch going on for a lot of us, left side stretch. Uh, we're going to take the left elbow down. And uh, I like a little diagonal with the arm. You might like to go uh, parallel with the front of the mat. Depends on elbows, like how your elbow feels. Okay, so what are we going to do? You're going to catch hold of your right foot. We don't do anahatasana very much. Uh, your right foot. Yeah, I know, right? It doesn't it doesn't make any sense right now. You got hold of the right foot, the one closest to your hand. Right hand, right foot. I'm gonna go up. So this is the uh, Vishnu's couch. You're rolling onto the outer edge of the left thigh, which is a pretty good balance. Like, there's not a lot of balance involved. Your body's gonna want to go back toward your bum. Does that make sense? Are you feeling that? I'm feeling that for sure. Right. Pull your chest up. Press up through the foot. Yeah, really good. Yeah. We don't do this one because, um, A, it's, it's always awkward to get into, but B, Vishnu's uh, couch was made of snakes, and everybody knows how I feel about snakes. This upper leg thing is a is the snake that's curling over Vishnu's head, and I just can't get over it. I can't get over it. Can't unsee it. Breath in. And then slow release of that leg. We're going to turn this into a sphinx. So from snake to sphinx, roll onto your belly and forearms down. Take your time getting there. Oh, I like the stretch, though. I do like that stretch. Does anyone like that stretch? Is everybody else on board with that? Okay, good, good. I was saying this is like feet up Friday, so we're going to do all the feet up variations on that one. Uh, your yoga teacher is sorry that she doesn't do more, so we'll, we'll rectify that. Breath in. Breath out. Slowly release down. Hands underneath your elbows. We're going to press up. Hands and knees to down dog. Down dog again. Just go ahead and, and work into the down dog. Be sure that you're reaching down through your hands. You've got the knees can be bent for sure. But you've got the hip crease moving up and back. Your spine moving in as much as it's going to give you right now. Which is probably more than it was going to give you earlier in the practice. So check it out. Then step the left foot 
about halfway up the dog and to the side. So it's on the edge of the mat. Then we spin the heels over to the right. We lower the right hip down. You're on the outer edge of the right hip. There's this bony, bumpy, sticky outy part there called the greater trochanter of the femur. Uh, that's where we're, we're balancing. You'll, you'll find that balance point. If you, uh, if you rock back and forth here, it's a little massage, but find that and uh, balance on it. Then you can come down to the forearm, right forearm on the floor. Catch your left foot with your left hand. Right leg remains out straight. This is where our, our work on straightening the leg by tightening it really helps. So the leg that's on the mat, uh, it's going to want to bend. And for balance purposes, if, if you want it to be a little easier, you could bend your knee. But for balance purposes, if you want to really work the balance, tighten that leg that's on the floor. Reach out through it. Tighten both legs as much as you can. Chest pulls forward. Leg is active up there. We also look like the cover of Jane Fonda's 1984 video. We just need some leg warmers. I kind of did wear my leg warmers today. I wish I kept them on for this. One more breath in. And then slow release. And do your forearms for sphinx. Breathe. Press your feet down. Press your elbows down. Lift your chest. Lift the back of your head. The leg warmers comment was really about compression socks. Um, and this is my other like work from home thing. Like for those of you that stand at your desk, because you're a standing desk person, try compression socks. Whole different thing. Whole different thing. That's enough. Oh, zip it now. Breath in. And breath out. Slowly release down. Press hands and knees. Tuck your toes. Down duck. Press your hands down and forward. Send your hip crease up and back. The breath in. Breath all the way out. Look through your hands. Walk across to you seated. Come on down to your back. You got those blocks? Catch them again. Uh, so these blocks of uh, two could be great. One might be the deal. You get to choose that. If you don't have a block, going uh, block free. You can do this with your sacrum on the ground. Otherwise, we're going to go hips on a block. And that could be the one where you're balanced on the center of that one block. Or it could be two where you put two blocks together to make a, uh, a longer bolster. For some of us, that will be more relaxing. And for some of us, that the won't make much difference. But uh, getting yourself to a place where your sacrum can level. And uh, we're just going to take a, take a few moments Legs in the air, sacrum is trying to find level. And I will tell you, after a good number of years watching yoga and uh, chatting with people about their hips on a block pose, what feels like vertical is usually not. So we're going to take a little detour here. Bend your knees and bring the soles of your feet to the floor. Keep your hips on the block. We will get back to the legs up. We're going to take the right leg up by itself. Sometimes a little easier to feel here. So left foot's on the floor. It's helping to stabilize you. Just bring the right leg as close toward your face as it's going to go. You'll feel your sacrum. And when you bring your leg in, do pay attention to what your hips are doing. Feel your sacrum on the block. You'll feel it get heavy toward its upper rim. You'll feel that side of the block. And then you take the leg back. Just go real slowly. Go to what feels like your sacrum is level. And then keep pressing the leg forward and forward and forward as if there's a wall there. Just slowly until you really feel the weight shift toward the lower rim of your hips. And then go just shy of that to find vertical. And you may have noticed that it felt vertical a good distance before this, right? So there's faux vertical. Bring it back to that place. So you could, you could start again at, where does it feel heavy toward the upper rim of the hips? Then move slowly and find where it feels like, oh yeah, that's, that's pretty much it, it's vertical. Then just move really slowly, keep going, keep going, keep going until you're certain it's gone to the other side. This is definitely the dark side. Then just come slightly away from that, straighten it vertically. 
bend your knee and bring the foot down, pause. Pause, relax, release. Breathe in and out. So there's a little more work involved in pulling the legs straight up. That's true. You don't have to always be there. We do want the low back to be comfortable. We want the sacrum to be level. But one thing we don't want is hip flexor strain. And if we're staying in too close, uh, we're, we're just leaving the hip flexors in a really shortened position. We're probably not going to stress them out for the amount of time we stay in this. Just becoming aware of when your hip flexors are really engaged, over-engaged, and when they can release and, and relax a little bit more is a good you know, way of being in touch with your body. So left leg up, and we're going to straighten it. Again, your degree of straight, but all of, all of your degree of straight, that full range of motion, whatever you got. And then leg's going to come toward you to whatever degree you got that is going to come toward you. You're going to feel the, the sacrum either on the floor, if you don't have blocks, or on the block, it is rolled toward its upper rim. Then you're going to slowly move the leg back into where your sacrum will be flat. But you might notice here, like, yeah, my leg's way in over my hip. Then start to press the leg slowly, gently forward, go too far, just like find where you're heavy toward that lower rim of the sacrum. Then come just shy of that for true vertical. Do that a couple of times where you just feel it out for yourself. Good. Nice. Good investigations here. Then you're going to bend your knee, bring sole the foot back to you in that. Breath in. Just get still. Let those echoes of sensation recede. Then we'll take both legs up again and uh, do the same thing that we just did where you let them come in a little too far. Your body's kind of in that carrot shape. And then just slow pressing of the legs forward toward vertical. They get there and you're pretty sure. Try taking them a little to the other side. Then that. Uh, just shy of that to where you know you're in real vertical. And stay. And breathe here. If things become a little too much to stay in that line, you can let your knees bend. A little softness there. If you can close your eyes, let your face soften. Do that. Your breath moving steady, rhythmic pacing in and out. You find this just totally comfortable. You love this more relax here. Go for it. If you would like to move your way towards Shavasana instead, do that. Take your own time. Enjoy what you choose. Well done, y'all.
when you're ready to move again. You start with wiggling your fingers, your toes, and spread them out wide, feel the spaces between. Roll to your right side. And make your way up to seated. Big shoulder shrug here. Draw hands together at heart center. And then thumbs to forehead center. That was great. I'll thank you for being here. Namaste. Awesome. Super well done. Good to see you, Robin. Yay. Yay. Good job out there. See you tomorrow.